I believe we can do better than that. I believe we can do better than that. That is what we need for Jesus. We want to do the of peace. We want to do the Lord of God. We are not like I am. We want to take them from. We take them to take to take and forever. We want to do what we need to do with whatever If it is an alarm clock, put that alarm clock beside a dead body and let's see whether the dead man will wake up. How many of you know that you are part of the few people that are privileged to have clothes on their body? How many people know that there are a lot of people that maybe it's only one clothes that they have that they've been wearing for years? How many of you know that you are privileged and you are blessed to be part of the people that can stand on their feet? If you have never visited an hospital, there are a lot of people here that they have been dead for years. They can't have their bath themselves. How many of you have your bath themselves in the morning? Is anybody baffling? Some of them, they are the ones where they have, is where they bath for them. That is where they eat. That is where they exit everything out of their body. But you are here. You are standing on your feet. You have mouth. You are
as a coordinator. Can you put a hand together for Jesus? So I will want you to use this opportunity to please help me appreciate your coordinators here. Please appreciate them. Please, I want you to do better than that. You don't want to know the sacrifice. You don't want to know the dedication. I pray that may the Lord honor you. May the Lord be with you. May the Lord bless each and every one of you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for that. For, thank you all for all you do for us. I want to appreciate everyone, and I want to appreciate even the minister in charge, Pastor Shola. It's always good to be here, and I have a very short time to spend. And I pray that the Lord will give me speed in the mighty name of Jesus. What is the theme for the month? What is the theme for this month? I can't hear. Or oh, they don't know yet. Who, who, who knows it? So please don't raise your hand. What's the thing for the month of August? Bless. bless. Everybody, I want you to say bless. bless. I want you to say bless. bless. I want to appreciate the Holy Spirit for choosing that theme for, for the teenagers this month. And I pray that this month all of you shall be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. What does it mean to be blessed? What I will be sharing with you in the next few minutes is blessed. Blessed is who you are. You are blessed. How many of you know that you are blessed? But there are things that we need to know about being blessed. What does it mean to be blessed? Where do all these blessings even come from? It comes from only God. Some people have a lot of synonyms for blessings. In the world, they say you are lucky. But we know that it is not luck, it is because we are blessed. Some people say, ah, oh, because you are fortunate. It's not just because you are fortunate, it's because I am blessed. Some people say, oh, this is beneficial to you, you are enjoying this benefit. No, it's because I am blessed and because God has been the one that has been blessing me. I want us to talk to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 to 4. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 to 4. We want to know where does this come from. It happens to be the purpose of God for all of us to be blessed. Where does it come from? I will read from ESV version so that you will be able to you will be able to understand better. He said, "Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places." Even as he chose us in him before, before when? 
the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, the Bible says, For I know the plans I have towards you, declares the Lord. He said, It's a plan for welfare, for peace, and not of evil. It's a plan for good and not of evil. For you to give you a future and a hope. Another version says, For you, for him to give you an expected end. Meaning that it, is, it has always been God's desire for each and every one of us to be blessed. It is part of the foundation of God. It is part of the things that He wants us to do. But unfortunately, it is not everybody that are enjoying the blessings of God. Why is that so? It's because we have deviated from God's plan for us. And that is where you realize that sin, when sin took over, sin has taken us away from some of the things that are supposed to be our rights, that we are supposed to be enjoying as children of God. And that is why it's always good to turn a 180% degree and turn back to God if you want to experience God's blessings. So how do you come into God's blessings? How do you enjoy these blessings that we are talking about? The one thing and the things, I'm going to quickly talk about some things that you need to do for you to enjoy it and how do you sustain this blessing? How do you make sure that it is part of your life forever and ever? Number one is repent. Make a complete change of direction. No matter where you are heading to, if you know that you are heading towards the path of destruction, it's better you come to yourself and repent. Just like the prodigal son, that all of us know his story. The Bible says in Luke chapter 15, verse 17 to 18, Luke chapter 15, verse 17 to 18, and he said, the Bible says, and he came, and when he came to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my father have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. Verse 18, he said, I will arise and go to my father. And I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. In Psalm chapter 34, verse 8 to 9. Psalm, 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 Psalm 34, verse 8 to 9. Can you, do we have it on there? Psalm 34, verse 8 to 9. Can someone read it for me? We don't have it. Psalm 34, verse 8 to 9. Are you there? Okay, please continue. All this and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusted in him. Continue. Verse 9. Verse 9. Okay. Thank you. Those who fear him, what do they do? They lack not. They have no lack. He said we should taste so that we will enjoy some of the things that we are trusting him for. You need to repent, you need to give your life to Christ. If you are here and you are not yet born again, towards the end of the service, I'm going to give a altar call. 
And I want you to seize that opportunity to be one of God's children so that you can enjoy some of the blessings that some of us have been enjoying. The number two thing that you need to do, what are the things that you need to do to enjoy this is what I call obedience. Obey God by keeping his commandments. Obey God by keeping his commandments. God loves to, God loves to bless those who obey him. But it is not about principles. All of us want to be blessed, but we are not ready to do the things that we need to do so that we can enjoy God's supernatural blessings. There are things that you need to do in Psalm chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. Psalm, Psalm, Psalm chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. The Bible says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is where? Is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, what does he do? He meditates day and night. What will happen to that person? And he said, He's like a tree. Planted where? By streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither in all that it does. It prospers. How many of you want to prosper? How many of you want to be in good health? How many of you want to be wealthy? How many of you want to enjoy God's supernatural blessings? These are the things that you must do. You must delight in the law of the light, and that is where you have it in this book. This is your Bible. If something must be your that must be your guide. You must meditate in it day and night, not only day, not only night. You must let it be part of you. Because we are moved, it is like a manual. If you buy a phone, you will see a manual there. If you buy anything, a gadget, if you buy this TV, this TV, all these TVs, they have manuals. Why? If you want to know how they function, where will you turn to? The manual. We, we are God's. God created us. And the only way for us to know what to do, what to do, where to do it, for us to have direction in life, it is by going back to our manual. And that is why our manual is what? Is the Bible. You must meditate in the other life. You must be obedient to the things of the Lord. All of you know the things that are right. You know the things that are wrong. You know the things that you must do. In Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 7 to 8, Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 7 to 8. He said, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is, whose trust is the word. He said, It's like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when it comes. For its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. Wow. Meaning that no matter what is happening to the economic condition of this country, no matter what is happening to the things around the world, with the way the, the, the world economies all over the world are being are crashing day by day, say no matter what is happening, the Bible says somebody that put his trust in the Lord and he puts his trust in his world, he said this person will continually flourish no matter what. No matter what happens, even when the other, other people around him are experiencing famine or drought or experiencing lack, he will never lack anything. In Psalm chapter, say Psalm 84, verse 11, Psalm 84, verse 11, the Bible says, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will be withhold from them that walk uprightly. Say, No good thing. 
we deal with old from them that walk uprightly. I'm challenging you today. Walk uprightly. Walk with God. It pays. Some of us have experienced it. We have experienced the two lives. I was once a sinner. I knew what was happening. Some of my friends that didn't give their life to Christ, when I gave my life to Christ, I know where they are currently. I know what they are struggling with. And I know what God has done in my own life. It's just because of God. The second thing is honor your parents. Honor your parents. God has placed them over you for a reason. No matter what, obey them. Honor your parents. God wants us to honor our father and our mother. No matter how imperfect you think they may be, I want you to know so that you may have long life. You know, part of the commandment in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, the Bible says, Honor your father and mother that your days may be long upon the land where the Lord has given thee. The fourth thing that I want you to know is that for you to enjoy this blessing, you are blessed to be a blessing. Let me tell your neighbor, you are blessed to be a blessing. God is not a seed consumer. He's a seed multiplier. No matter what you give him, he will multiply it. And that is why you must have a life of giving. We had offering. We had tithes. God says, if you sow sparingly, you will reap sparingly. If you sow bountifully, what will happen to you? He will open the windows of blessing unto you. You must always give to enhance the kingdom of God. And it is not only that. If you look around you, a lot of people lack some of the things that you have. Some of your clothes are some people's, some of your rags are some people's Christmas clothes. There are things you have that it is a blessing to someone else. There are some things you don't use again that you have overgrown and you are still keeping. Why are you keeping them? Do you want your size, the size of your shoe to be, do you want your feet to be smaller? Do you want your... But there's somebody somewhere that you know that you can bless with that thing. And God wants you to be a blessing. God wants to bless you so that you can be a blessing to other people. If you go home, go and read 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 to 15. I don't have time to go into that. God wants us to be a blessing to our world. And that is why he wants us to be blessed. The last thing I have here is ask God for it. Because of time, I will Ask God to bless you. All of us know the story of Jabez in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 9 to 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 9 to 10. Say Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez. Say, I gave back to him in pain. But what happened to Jabez? Jabez cried out to the God of Israel. Oh, that you will bless me and enlarge my territory. He said, Lord, let your hand be with me and keep me from harm, so that I will be free from pain. What did God do? The Bible says, and God granted him his request. How many of you want God to bless you this morning? How many of you want God to enlarge your territory? How many of you want God to even answer this prayer that we're praying? I want you to be on your feet. I want you to open your mouth. The same way Jabez cried, and God granted his request. I want you to open your mouth. He said, Father, Bless me in the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Say, Father, bless me. Bless me, O Lord. Bless me, O Lord. Father, bless me in the mighty name of Jesus. Let me enjoy your supernatural blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless me in the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth. In Jesus' name we are prayed. 
The second prayer point that Gabbes prayed, he said, Father, let your hand be with me. He understands that principle, that, uh, that blessing of when God's hand is with you. When God's hand is on you, his presence is with you. All of you know go and check the story of Ezra, when God's hand was on him. Even the story of Elijah, when God's hand was on him, what did he do? He outran the child of, of Hera. So I want you to open your mouth and say, Father, let your hand be upon me in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your hand be with me in the mighty name of Jesus. Anywhere I go, anywhere I turn, let your hand be with me in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your hand be with me. When the Lord's hands are upon you, God will accelerate you. God will give you speed. God will be with you. His presence will be with you. Say, Lord, let your hand be with me in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we are praying. I want you to close your eyes. If you are here and you are not yet born again, there's something that is missing. I want you to wave your hand anywhere you are. God is calling you. God is calling you. Exodus chapter 19 verse 5. Exodus chapter 19 verse 5. The Bible says, If you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant. He said, What will happen? Then you shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people. Why? For all the heart is mine. If you are here and you want to be God's peculiar treasure, I want you to come forward. Anywhere you are, just come forward. This is an opportunity for you to give your life to Christ. It's an opportunity for you to experience what you need to experience. And I pray that the Lord will touch your hands in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we are praying. I pray that the blessings of the Lord will be upon you. I pray that may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. I pray that the Lord will be gracious unto you. I pray that the Lord will turn his face towards you and give you peace in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare and I declare that God's incredible blessings, Lord, will be upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus. You will experience an explosion of God's goodness in the mighty name of Jesus. A sudden widespread increase in the mighty name of Jesus. You will experience the surpassing greatness of God's favor. God will elevate you to a level higher than you ever dreamed of in the mighty name of Jesus. God will give you explosive blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. He shall be well with you. The Lord, if there's anybody here struggling with academics, I pray the mighty name of Jesus, the Lord's hand will be upon you and you shall be, you shall experience the highest level you have ever experienced in the mighty name of Jesus. He shall be well with you. The Lord will bless each and every one of you. The Lord will bless you going up and coming in the mighty name of Jesus. All your requests are returned to testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we are praying. Amen. Are you put your hands together for Jesus? How many of you know indeed that you are blessed? If you know you are blessed, put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah.